All right, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. And in this episode, in honor of the Halloween season, we are going to be talking horror movies and Halloween movies. I'm going to apologize to all my fans out there that I will be a little bit quiet on this one because I'm a little girl and I don't like Halloween movies or scary movies. Did you mean fan? What? Yeah. The one. So before we get into, speaking of that, before we get into the actual spooky spooky, there are a lot of Halloween movies out there that aren't really scary. They're they're more kid-friendly or yeah. for Pocus. people who don't like horror movies, you know, they're more friendly to you. Yep, Hocus Pocus, one of them, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas. Which is good for two seasons. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Goosebumps. Yeah, yes. you got those yeah. type movies. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a bunch out there. The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That is a say, movie that exists. Yes. It's a... Peanuts, Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's kid friendly. I mean, I so haven't seen it. <laughs> Don't tell Tony. Nineteen sixty six, and he hasn't seen it yet. Not he wasn't from nineteen sixty six. The movie was from nineteen sixty six. I was like, when did when did Patrick get that old? <laughs> Time travel. Yeah. <laughs> Time travel, right? Yeah. <laughs> you see, he jumped from nineteen sixty six to now, then jumped two weeks ahead to watch Dune. Yeah, then and to then, come back and, and now we're back. <laughs> He had a plan all along. Yes, yes well, I had a plan. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, I got a time machine. I can do anything I want with it. I'm going to go live in Carillon for a little bit. Do a podcast <laughs> with these two fucks. <laughs> oh, man. But to the episode, happy Halloween uh, in celebration as... You guys may or may not know Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. Christmas is my number one, but Halloween is my number two. I love it because I love any holiday you can celebrate for an entire month before the actual day. Yeah, but That's, you don't celebrate. You, you celebrate it one day of the month. You, you just take a month preparing for it. But you can do more than just prepare. Well, so, that's the same thing with Christmas. Yeah. Shut but you do, <laughs> you, do, you do Christmassy things just like you do Halloweeny things. You go to Halloween Horror Nights, yeah, Halloween Scream. You said yeah, we, <laughs> don't be I'm a Halloweeny. I wasn't the one to point it out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Don't be a Halloweeny. Uh, they actually have in the area, in the St. Petersburg area, now given the current world situation of the lovely pandemic that's been ongoing, and luckily it's been dying down a little bit, or at least we're in more control of it. probably also be a Halloween movie. Yeah, soon. yeah. <laughs> They're actually doing a movie about that. Oh, about, right. But um, and it's based on COVID-19. Do we, do we turn into zombies? <clears throat> yeah, well, I thought it was, not yet. They already did that movie called 28 Days Later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and World War Z and I Am Legend and every other one. Um, but in the St. Pete Clearwater area, they actually, people do haunted houses here. So I'm not talking about, like, going to a theme park. There are actually people that turn their homes into haunted houses and they're legitimate i've mm. actually been to a few of them a couple of years now again with everything going on i think they kind of slowed that down but in st p clearwater you can actually look up they have websites they've been doing it for like 15 20 years like one of them used to be called the radley house so it's it's named after the families okay and at first i was a little leery about it i did it uh, with my my ex-girlfriend at the time uh she knew i loved halloween so and she was into it so we'd go out there and i looked up haunted houses near me I Googled it. I did the Googles. I got on the intranets. You Googleized it. And, uh, yeah, I Googleized. Um, and they it, they showed up this website. So I'm thinking it's like a theme park or, or a local park or something, you know, maybe in by the pier in St. Peter or something. Like they use that open area. And it's actually somebody's house. And 
but they were legitimate. Like these people spend. Was it on Elm Street? No, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, I would not have gone. I'd been like, all right, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going home. I'll drop you off. <laughs> so we went there one time, and what they do is they don't really charge you. They ask for a donation, so it's good for a good cause because they donate the money. It's like a lot of these people are doctors and stuff, and they oh, okay. donate the money to like the children's hospitals yeah. to do cancer research. So it's like, hey, suggested. Two dollar, five dollar donation, whatever. So you know, we always give about like ten bucks. Just mm-hmm. it went to a good cause. And I got to tell you, we're standing out line down the street. You, they were like across the street from a big open field, like where a church was or something. So they let them, the community let them use the roads. People stand out in line, and you're standing there, and they would have big screens outside, and they'd have a preamble like a movie they filmed <clears throat> of what was going to be going on in the house. And then when you come out of the house, there's another TV. And it's got the prequel or the the trailer for what next year's theme is going to be. Oh. <clears throat> but the houses were phenomenal. So, Radley House, there's a couple others. I'm sorry I can't remember the names, but if you guys ever listen to this, I want to give you props on that. Thank you very much. It's always been a great time. Unfortunately, I'd have to look it up. I don't know if they're still doing it. Um, a, because of either they just got tired of it, but like I said, they've been doing like 10, 15, 20 years mm. every year. And the whole family gets involved. They get the community involved. Like all their neighbors help right. them out. But it is legitimate. <clears throat> so there's a few of them around. Yeah. I'm going to do some research. And then if there is some stuff around here, I'll let you guys know if you're interested. Um, also in the Hudson area, they have that the Hudson Farms. sounds Farm. like a whole lot of nope for me. Well, probably <laughs> not for you, yes. If you don't want to be scared, you better be like, hold my hand. <laughs> <clears throat> That's all right. I, I wore my rubber shorts for this one. <laughs> <laughs> So that was just a quick side note for the Halloween season. Just wanted to bring everybody into that and get them in the spirit. So Halloween horror movies. So we haven't really talked horror yet. We've mentioned here and there, but we haven't really devoted an episode to. And I think given the season, it's a good time to talk about it. Um, Patrick, I know you don't have a favorite horror movie. I do, actually. You said I really don't like these movies, but I have seen them. Okay. So out of the ones I have seen, I do have a favorite. What is it? Cabin in the Woods. Okay. All right. Love that movie. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I like the whole metaphor about the different types of horror movies about mm-hmm. to satiate um, the old gods, but the old gods are just a metaphor for us, the viewer. I thought it was really cool. And it, they were running an underground bunker and they were setting up all these things to make sure that these uh, the, the kids die in a specific order like they used to do back in the mm-hmm. day. I just thought it was really cool and um, imaginative. Plus, at the end, where they just release all the monsters and they you know, <laughs> fuck up everybody in that elevator bay mm-hmm. with different types of monsters. Mm-hmm. And you could see them in the cubes going um, out and about in certain scenes. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, also, the call, all, all the uh, callbacks on the board, like, all right, who had, you know, the dead, you know, killer farmer people? And then you see on the board, like, you see deadites and all that fun stuff. I thought that was really cool. That's what I was going to say. There's mm-hmm. a fun fact about that with that the whole board. Mm-hmm. There's... Uh, Easter eggs or tidbits to other mm. horror movies that are legitimate mm. horror movies. The Deadites. The yeah. Deadites, yeah. Army of the Dead. Yep. That too. But, um, and they also, like, other cultures around the world can have a chance to satiate the gods, and it not makes fun of, but it points out the different cultures and types of horror there are. So the one that they were all looking at for the most of the movie was Japan and their type of horror movies. And the, you know, little school children in Japan defeated the monster, and the cannot remember his name bradley cooper no uh he was on the west wing and i can't remember his name um 
but he was like one of the stars. He was in the underground bunker, and he's like yelling at the TV. He was a, your children. How did you kill them? <laughs> you had one job, and it was to die. <laughs> it, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Joss Whedon directed that. Am I correct yep. on that? Uh, yes. Yeah, that was a Whedon verse um, movie. Well, I mean, the guy did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so you know. Whedon. Whedon. No, I agree. I, I actually I did enjoy that movie for what it was, and it was it oh, was no, it was interesting. Not. Uh, it was directed by someone named Drew Goddard. <clears throat> okay, I thought it was he was he wrote the screenplay. Joss Whedon wrote. Yeah. I knew he had something about yeah. it because I was like, you know, it felt very Whedon-y kind of little and Buffy aspect a, to it. He was a producer, but he didn't. <clears throat> do it. I got you. Okay. Well, he was part of it, so yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it. Credit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like how they give homage to like you know not only new monsters but classic old ones as well mm. too. So it was like a whole mixture of all the different types, and how they kind of took over everything at the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing you see is this giant fifty foot arm just break out of the seal and land on top of the <laughs> earth. Like we failed uh, to satiate them, so they're just going to rise up and kill everyone. Well, ah. that's why they had to do it because they had to sacrifice mm. people every year. Yeah. In order to appease in. Certain ways, yeah, like, so, yeah. yeah. Our the America's Horror um, <laughs> version, we had to do it in Cabin in the Woods with you know the stoner people and all that fun stuff. Uh, Japan had to do the school children with the the freaky ass stuff, and other cultures did it their way, but you didn't really see anything like that. Yeah, but I thought the it was a great metaphor that the old ones were the audience. Like we have to see that to be satisfied with our kind of horror. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I definitely I, I did enjoy it. It was mm. it was a unique movie. It was different. It had some fun things in it too. So mm. it was really cool. But what about you, Mister Gavin? Do you have a favorite horror? Um, I don't think that I have a favorite. Um, I would probably say the one that stuck with me the most was uh, was definitely Child's Play. Okay. Um, because my mother had like a, a doll that she had from the '60s <laughs> that was like a life size five-year-old doll <laughs> and like when you <clears throat> it was you know apparently the high end at the time because when you would move her arms her legs would move to oh. make it look like she was walking i'm like no this is creepy and the <laughs> eyes open and close like wh- wherever you if she gets off balance like if she's leaned back they're close like they're weighted yeah. I'm, I'm, nope they always knew my parents always knew if they put that in front of the christmas presents i'd never go looking for it <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's that? Nope. <laughs> so go. that thing's haunted. I'm not going over there. Yes. <laughs> so Child's Play was good. I remember that. I believe that first one came out in like 88, I think, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Not 100% on that, but I'm pretty sure. And obviously it spawned off a bunch of sequels. And I mean... The only one I've seen is Bride of Chucky. That came on yeah, way that later. Was, that came that was like... kind of funny, though. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that had a... Uh, so, uh, Something Tilly uh, was the woman who yeah. played the voice. She was his Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, Jennifer. Tilly. She was his the wife, fiance, or something like she that. She went into the doll. So yeah, she was yeah. a real person. He so was he, looking well, for. he killed her. So and then <laughs> put her into the doll. She's like, yep. You son of a. <laughs> <laughs> but you were right. Eighty-eight was the first child's play. Oh sweet! I like to think that I'm good at this stuff. <laughs> uh, child's play was good. I, I, I like the fact that it took definitely a different turn of a guy who's about to die escape convict and he decides to use this voodoo or curse thing or whatever Witch magical thing <laughs> to get yeah. into the doll just to save his own life but I'd say for for me um, hands down my favorite of all time is Halloween 
not just like the original see. or the the new ones made by Rob the Zombie. The original. Okay. Um, actually, I I can appreciate the Rob Zombie ones because they mm. did change things up a little bit that made more sense, like the actual size of him mm. and why it would be realistic that this guy could just snap somebody's arms in half. Because right. the other guy was a normal guy's size. I mean, he was no. taller, but he wasn't like you know went into a whole well, mythos about it. But the mythos for like the first like seven movies is wild. Yeah. I've watched a video breakdown of like it's the everything. Thorn. It's the symbol of the thorn. Yeah, uh, there's like a cult, and yeah. he's born into it, and then he infects his niece or something like that, and she kills her mom. It's weird. So it's not. So what it is? I, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, and this is part of the genius of it because I'm kind of going to go backwards a little bit. So the thorn mythos actually didn't come in until the explanation of it didn't start until the third movie, mm. or I'm sorry, the fourth movie, and then from four, five, and six. Uh, four and five being for the return of Michael Myers, five, Revenge of Michael Myers, and then the sixth one is entitled Six. It's just the curse of Michael Myers. That's where they fully explain it. But the mythos started in the fourth movie. And if they, what they do is these cults pick a person. So he's not really born into it. They're chosen. And he is somehow chosen. Or, or if they see that this person is capable of having this ability, then what they do is they bring him into this cult. And it's called Thorn. And what it is, is it's believed those gods, they must, that person must sacrifice one of their kin every year, every Halloween. But they, in, in their term, it's a different word for it. It's it's the night of whatever, right? for that. Um, All's Halloween. Well, it, it's a completely different word, uh, but it basically translates for Halloween. Um, so Michael ends of course up it does. becoming that. So what happened was in the movie, at the first movie, going back to that, when he kills his sister, he just snaps. So when he's in that mental institution, uh, the Green Grove or whatever it's called. Um, I've only seen the video breakdown of the lore. I've not seen it. <laughs> so his, doc, his Dr. Loomis character, he's Dr. taking Loomis. care of him, but you know, he sees that he's just like out of it. So what they find out later is that all the other doctors and stuff were actually part of this cult and they saw that Michael was capable of doing this. So in order, they grew him to, brought him into this cult and branded him with the thorn. Hmm. And then he became endowed with powers of invulnerability and stuff like that and that's why he's a normal sized guy and can keep living so as long as he continues to kill on Halloween or kill somebody then he's able to continue on with this so he, he was a regular kid at the beginning he did just snap and kill his sister because he went psycho hmm. um, but yeah it turned out later on but the cool thing about it is and I'm sure they figured out John Carpenter this scene the symbol of Thorn is like this like triangle thing and it's got like a stem that comes up looks you know very old you know uh ar- you know archaeological like the mm. old symbols and stuff <clears throat> and very illuminati yeah maybe very something <laughs> like that it, it comes to almost like that uh so when you see it you know they don't explain like sin until the fourth movie now the first two was about michael myers the third movie we'll get to this later is the only halloween movie that has nothing to do with michael myers for they just went a different route and then they changed up Back to the story, though. Since they're explaining this mythos of Thorn in 4, 5, and 6, if you go back to the first movie, there's a scene where a girl's in the shower. He killed the boyfriend. She's like, hey, can you hand me a towel? He goes to hand her the towel, and his sleeve pulls up, and the symbol's on him, even from the first one. So I don't know. i got to read into it more. I've always wanted to research this. What Did that guy actually just have a tattoo, and then they're like, hey, let's make this mythos, and write write it later? Because it's clearly seen in there, and I'm like, that's way too coincidental. Could be a Star Wars thing where the director went back and edited it, so they put it back in there. I mean, yeah. I, but you see it in the original one. Hmm. Like, if you go back to the original, original movie, it's it's in there. And hmm. Like I said, they didn't put that in until like eight, nine years later, the hmm. old mythos. 
<clears throat> so he could have been when they were bringing him back. They could have looked at the old footage and said, "Hey, let's make something out of this." I don't mm. know that, but I would love to figure it out. So anyway, Halloween, awesome movie. Michael Myers. It was one of the things I loved about him more than any others. Like number one, he didn't speak. I know a lot of people say Jason didn't speak either, but my favorite thing about Michael Myers movies is with Jason. People are running. He's behind them. They run two miles, and then all of a sudden he's in front of them. And then they look back, and he's gone. With Michael Myers, someone's running. They look back. He's still there. They get in the house. They close the door. They look out the door. He's still there. But he still gets to him. <laughs> so it was always the most realistic to the movies. Like, you would actually think if a psychopath was really able to outpower, outpower you, that would probably be the guy to do it. And the new ones look really good too. Mm. Like not the Rob Zombie ones. They they made the new Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. A they basically weeks ago. they follow up from one and then forget the rest of the movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he, like I said, the interesting thing about the Halloweens is originally John Carpenter wanted to just do one and two, or even just the first one because the second movie picks up immediately after the first one. Ends. Most of them do, don't they? No. Oh, is that the one where? Um, she crashes a car into him, and then the second movie like immediately picks up from there. No, no. So that well, that's the fourth one. Oh, okay. So four and five are back to back. One and two are back to back. But between two and four, because three doesn't count, it was called Season of the Witch. It was about masks and this company that's going to take over kids' brains and stuff. When John Carpenter was doing it originally, they said let's do another Halloween movie, and what they were going to turn it into is using the Halloween as the theme, and then change up the storyline each time. And so, it, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark or Goosebumps? Yeah, yeah. So this okay. one was about masks. The next movie would be about something else that has to do with Halloween, but not be about Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. The movie flopped because everybody went into the movie expecting to see Michael Myers, and they didn't. So they said, you know what? If we're going to do another movie, let's bring him back. And then so four, and f- four picks up. It's like ten years later mm-hmm. or something from the last one. And is, then, is that the one where they're in the in the college and she's... No, that's uh, that's H2O. That's 20 oh. years later. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's the Rob Zombie one. No. No? No, because that, oh. that's still Jamie Lee Curtis, and that yeah. also skipped... That also I- ignored all the events of four, 3, 4, and 5, yeah. and then 6. It went right from 2. It oh, went okay. from 2 onto there. So Halloween has a lot of different maneuvering tracks. <laughs> it's like it's like the multiverse, really. <laughs> it's the Halloween multiverse. Uh, but yeah, so 4 and 5 are back-to-back. 5 mm-hmm. picks up right where 4 left off. 6 picks up, like years later mm. and then after that it was H2O and they basically forgot about the rest of them except for one and two Yeah, and now the new one with Jamie Lee Curtis and the next one Halloween and Halloween Kills Halloween Kills is coming out soon mm. um, but those two the one with Jamie Lee Curtis that was out a couple of years ago that one picked up like you said right from one Yeah, so that ignored all the rest of those <laughs> but the new one Halloween Kills a solid commercial looks really freaking cool and now I guess they're going to do one more they have planned for 2022 it's going to be called Halloween Ends. And they actually said they're finally going to give an actual ending to the Laurie Strode, Michael Myers thing. Minigun to his face. They've, tried, they've blown him up. They've stabbed <laughs> him. They've, you know, killed him. But uh, who knows? They may be using that curse thing. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? You remember that thing we didn't talk about and ignored for these last three movies? Guess what? <laughs> it's <laughs> back. <Yeah. laughs> they're here. <laughs> but yeah, I always love those. Um, I mean, there's so many horror movies out there that have created franchises. Um, the one that I don't like is the Nightmare on Elm Streets, you know, just because it freaks me out. Yeah. Anything to do with when I go to sleep, I don't like. <laughs> Even like, the Treehouse of Horror episode based on that freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> Groundskeeper Willie was popping up in their dreams. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> is it your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> no, God, no. Here's the birthday. <laughs> I think I 
told you guys this in another episode, but my father made me watch that right before bedtime for the oh. first time. And it was 84, so I was six years old. <laughs> and he made me watch, like, before we go to sleep, we're going to watch something. And then he made me go right to bed. It was like when he made me watch Jaws, right before the first time he took me to the beach. <laughs> you know? So he had a running theme of, uh, you know, let's see how much we can scare him how today. How can I fuck up my kid now? <laughs> how can I get somebody on blood pressure medication at 10? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what were we doing in 1984? Oh, that's right. We weren't here yet. Yeah. And, and I honestly say... I was a year away <laughs> from being, you know, gifted to the world. Yes. Yeah. Where were you at? Well, I was just hanging around swimming. <laughs> but, I mean... Oh, I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was swimming... I didn't see... It's a sex joke. Welcome to our episode of Delayed Laughter. <laughs> Patrick, did you get that? <laughs> Patrick, can you get that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, I've seen every one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and I'm not a fan. I just don't like the whole concept. Um, they're done well, but I just, they bother me. Uh, Friday Thirteen, I'm gonna. I really don't care about. I mean, I've I've seen them. I liked I liked the very first one when okay. it was the mom because yep. you know that yeah. made it that made it like very plausible. Yeah. And then at the end, you know, when Jason comes back and, and he's actually the ones, you know, doing that. I mean, because Friday the 13th, Jason isn't even in it. Not the first one, no. The very first one. And then two, you get, well, well I'm just going to put the ski mask on and go stab people. Actually, I want to correct that real quick, if you don't mind. That was a fun fact about what I do like about the Friday the 13th is they grew. So the first one was his mother, was mm-hmm. a killer. He wasn't in until the very end when he grabbed the girl out of the boat at the very end. Right. Yeah. So when he's mutated looking. She's on the lake, figures she's safe. Second one, it is Jason, but throughout the whole movie, he wears a burlap sack. He doesn't don the hockey mask until the third movie. Touche. And in the, they had, then the fourth one, it was him. It's called the final chapter. But the fifth one wasn't him again. It was just like some random guy, right? It was right? a taxi driver. Yeah. Who, who heard went the story psycho. and went crazy and decided he wanted to kill these people. So he put on this hockey mask, dressed up like them. Yeah. But it wasn't him. And it was the kid, because I think it was Corey Feldman, was in the fourth movie, the final chapter, when he got killed. And it's him as an adult in the fifth one. And he's all traumatized, but he's ends up seeing Jason again and mm. it ends up being this fucking I think it's like a taxi driver or yeah. something who just or a truck driver who just heard the story and decides he wants to kill people mm. so, so he but he's so story. so he finally kills him but isn't doesn't Jason appear at the, at the end, end yeah yep. at the very end at of that end. movie yep. but like then the, the real rest, Jason <laughs> but then all the rest of them it's him yeah, yeah. but it's like it's it was kind of cool to see that progression of, right. a, of a story so I will give Friday 13th that kind of credit Psycho killers, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you have other ones. You have like your Hellraisers. Hellraiser, I, that was good. I, I want to uh, real quick go a little bit off tangent to like sure. the two thousand era of how hey, we're gonna make this, you know, low budget scary movie. Lamageddon. It's, it's no, no the Blair Witch Project. Oh, um, which I think yeah. that was actually in the nineties, maybe late nineties. Like, yeah, ninety nine. But that that started like a whole genre of like. Self shot or security camera, yeah, uh, shaky air, cam, yeah, which made people sick. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to go here and you know feel nauseous after I'm leaving after right? an hour of watching a shaky movie screen. <laughs> if you have vertigo, do yeah. not watch. Do yeah. not watch this movie ever. <laughs> 
But they had like uh like a lot of those paranormal activities. Mm-hmm. So like had they'd have the night vision security camera mm-hmm. catching all this, or either the husbands walking around on the either the camcorder or just you know on their phone. Yeah. And recording it. I'm like, I don't really I don't really like those. Well, so but here's the brilliance of them. It costs them maybe X amount of thousands of dollars oh. to make, and they mm-hmm. make millions. Yeah. Which oh, the Blair Witch Project was a college project, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but my point—I guess my point is—as as a gorilla person, filmmaker, you know, from that aspect, how I because when I look at movies, I think I'm in that mindset I of mean, it. I don't think you're a gorilla person. I'm a gorilla. <laughs> Very hairy man. I identify as <laughs> I identify, yeah, I identify as gorilla man. Don't offend me. Uh, but I look at it sometimes. A lot of times when I watch movies, I kind of look at it from the filmmaker point of view, and so for me, I'm like, God, you know, that was very affordable, and it was still they still made it. It's very difficult now. I mean, well, not mm. difficult, but it takes time to make a movie. Even if you have more access, it's a lot easier than it used to be. Yeah. But from that aspect, I think that was brilliant. But I do agree with you. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big fan of the shaky cam mm. thing. You know. Uh, even when directors are filming on <laughs> iPhones, they usually have like harnesses or something to keep it steady right. when they're doing yeah. action shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are the ones that actually want to try to have a professional look to them. This was literally supposed to look like it was purposely meant yeah. to be that way. Um, the thing with the Blair Rich Project, if you don't mind me adding to that, is that movie, I think, really worked because they actually marketed that way before. So for a whole year, they remember, they hid out. It was yeah. like that whole story. like They pretended like they were gone, and they did all this stuff, and they left all this footage. So what they did was all these news stories were coming out about it, and so they had a way of marketing it in a, in a very odd way. Right. But And there was a whole um, movie, a documentary... Before the Blair Witch came out, I think it was like called like the Curse of the Blair Witch, and it was all about snippets of their footage and the actual story of the myth hmm. that came out that they had nothing to do with. Yeah. So this other person's now basically promoting this whole hmm. thing, and it is from the free. Penny. Yeah. <laughs> so you, when you think about it, merchandising. How, <laughs> how smart that was. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty awesome. But again, I, I agree with you. I'm not a fan. Of that, I, I will say I don't like to consider myself a bitch when it comes to watching movies, but <laughs> I did watch Paranormal Activity the one time I had a Halloween party and I had all these people over and my buddy, we got a version of the movie. Let's just mm. say that while it was still in theaters, mm. and this is back when Paranormal Activity first came out, so it wasn't as easy then. So we'll just say we happened to have come across a version of this movie that we said, hey, this is great, and nobody had seen it yet. They're like, oh, this is in theater. So we all sat around, we had our party, and then we all sat around. As soon as the movie was over, everybody went home. I was there alone. <laughs> and, I had, and I had set up the whole house, like took all the regular lights out and put like black lights and red lights. So everybody see is just like red and purple and blue. And I have my one buddy, I'm like, you're staying here on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> you're too give, drunk to give drive. Give me your keys. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm fine to drive. I'm like, here. <laughs> so I'm like, nope, you can't drive now, son. <laughs> give, me, give me a keys. I had one beer. <laughs> well, the worst part about it, too, was we were having a Ouija board. We had a Ouija board oh, there because no. some of the people wanted to play. And in the movie, they were using a Ouija board. So I'm like, can somebody take the Ouija board with them home? I don't care. Just get it out of here. It's moving. Oh, it's spelling out Red Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. But I mean, there's when you speak of horror, there's so many, so many styles, so many types. Um, you have your franchise, like we talked about. You know, you get your 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 Hellraisers, your Freddies, your Nightmare on Elm Streets, uh, your Chucky's. Um, I mean, there's like your older ones, your Maniac Cops. Even though they weren't as popular, they were still horror movies. Um, that stupid one we had talked about the one time Chud, even though it made two of them. And uh, 
We talked about that a while. These ago. all sound like <laughs> movies we've talked about. Before. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but I guess what is it about horror for you? We're going to start with you, Patrick. Oh shit. Because <laughs> I, well, you're going to be the easy one to answer this. One. Oh, okay. For me, it's going to be a little harder, and I'm not sure where Gavin's at on this, but I'm pretty sure I know where you're at. What is it about the horror movies that, let's say, why you don't want to watch them? So I don't just... like being scared. Okay. I, people who like, oh, I love being scared. My heart rate gets up, so I start sweating. I'm afraid of every dark corner. Why do you want to live your life like that? <laughs> Even if it's for the next ten minutes. What's wrong with you? Like, seriously, go get some help. Like, being scared is not an emotion I genuinely enjoy feeling. Patrick, sometimes you just want to feel alive. I, then I'll watch an action movie. <laughs> I will watch Die Hard. Right. <laughs> or John Wick for the 80th time. Bobo <laughs> 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 Alright, so I, I know you kind of mentioned I just didn't know if there was anything more. I literally just do not like being scared. Okay. It's just not a feeling that I genuinely enjoy. Okay. So, and I kind of knew that already, but I just wanted to just double check. No, you just wanted me to say it into the microphone yep. so the internet now knows. I, I just told now we have it on, on record. Yeah. I just told everybody I was scared of paranormal activity. Because so it's a mad. scary fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> you should be scared. It's a legitimate get... fear, sir. Yeah. And, then they got, and then they got stupid after that. So I was like, yeah, I can watch these all day long. Put the Ouija board in the house. I don't care. <laughs> What about you, Mr. Gavin? What If you do watch horror movies, like, do you enjoy them? What do you enjoy about them? Um, I do. I like the ones that kind of go off of the, the beaten path, though, of not like, oh, there's this... Um, I guess I, I'd probably say I like more of like the psychological mm-hmm. um, um, horror movies rather than just the stab, stab, you know, I know what you did last summer. Like Saw. Uh, yes. Hmm. Saw is beautiful. See, I've seen Would most like of the Saw movies. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, that's not scary to me. It's gore, but yeah. it's not very scary to me. I agree, but like, when he came out, like the first one, when they come the around first with the one, mask. I love the first one, because, spoiler, another upcoming episode about plot twist, um, he was the guy laying in the room with yeah. the two guys the yep. entire movie. The whole and movie. The reason why I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to watch the shit out of these movies. None of them had a plot <laughs> twist like that since. But um, I thought that was the greatest plot twist I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so, I, I like, I, like, Geico, you know, made that commercial about it of <clears throat> being, you know, in a horror movie and you're being stupid. So mm-hmm. the, the girl comes in, why don't we just get in the running car? Like, no, are you crazy? Let's hide behind the, the chainsaws over there. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the shed. <laughs> and, yeah. and, the, and the guy's sitting there, and he's rolling his eyes. <laughs> why can't we just get in the car? <laughs> <laughs> Should we hide in the basement? No, run to the old cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> and there was even like another, um, uh, I want to say like a short video that I think I saw on Facebook. of uh, It was like a killer and he's chasing this girl, and she's just like running through a park or wherever she's running. Everything she finds, like she runs into a trash can and falls over, and he just stands there and throws his head <clears> up, <throat> like, "What? What are you doing?" <clears throat> and and they, she keeps running, and she like trips over, and he's like, "Bitch, get up!" Because <laughs> <laughs> because he's like, "This ain't this isn't fun." <laughs> she's like, "No, someone help, please!" And there's like people just walking by, not even looking at him. <laughs> But yeah, it's so funny when she falls out. He's like, "Bitch, get up! What are you doing down there? Take it like a woman. About to stab you. Come here." I will say, even though it's like uh, one thing that did do kind of a good job because it was more, I'd say, 
it's under the horror genre, but I still to this day I think it's a little more funny or has a lot of funny parts. It's like the screams. But mm-hmm. I think that Wes Craven did a good job on the very first one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because you didn't see that come. Number one, he hadn't done a, at least that type of movie in a while, and he's well known for being a horror person. Yeah. Like, that's all he basically does. <clears throat> and uh, But I think that was really well done, because you're watching it, and it is kind of suspenseful. But it falls under the horror, but just, I love the kids, the way, the one kid, the way he's constantly has all the rules, like he's mastered the horror movie lifestyle, and this is how you survive, and, you know, you go from here to here, and don't, don't, you can't have sex, you can't do drugs or drink alcohol, you know, never say As they're all that. sparking and, up the bong. Or yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's standing up there giving them all the rules, like, boom, <laughs> and he's like, you can't have sex, you, can't, you don't say I'll be right back, you never say I'll be right back. If you have sex... You will get AIDS, and you will die. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go get a beer. I've yeah. never seen the Scream movies. Shocker. No? no? Nope. I've, oh, well, I've seen Scary Movie. That's about <laughs> as close as I got to the Completely screen. different. <laughs> Wore the stupid mask. That was about it, really. <laughs> but I, I, for me, I'll say this. The thing that I love most... I don't like being frightened out of my mind, but I do enjoy... I'm kind of like the people that you're talking about. Like, mm. I like the on edge, on the edge of my seat. Like I said, I don't like certain movies that we talked about. Um, but what I do like about them, especially the old school movies, is the music. <clears throat> the music, in my opinion, is what makes yeah. it scary. because When the music gets music-y, you, you yeah. kind of shit your pants. Mm-hmm. And, and going back to Halloween, that's another reason why it's that one of my the, I know that song. That's how iconic yes. it is. And dun, I've dun, never dun, seen dun, any dun, of it. Yeah. We can't bum, play that because of, you know. Yeah. We'll play it later. Copyright we'll issues. play it for ourselves. Everybody yeah. can just look up Halloween theme. Yeah. You can hear it for yourself if you haven't seen the movie. It's like five notes, but goes on for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even even in the in, in the Halloween movies, even when you're not hearing that theme, there is the other music. Like when that person's walking down the dark hall, mm-hmm. and it's just... A couple piano keys, like playing, it's like ding, 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 boom, <laughs> ding, 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 boom. See, folks, the reason why you're not recognizing it is because of copyright. Yeah, <laughs> it's not because Tony's bad. It's no, it's copy- right. I, I am bad. We too. had to change it, for- dude. I'm trying to save you. It's a, it's a <laughs> I don't mind. I'm just telling you, it's, it's bad. But when you get that music, that's like the that's ominous what, tones. Yeah, yeah, that's what makes your hair stand up. I'm not. I'm not even worried about the. I, I know the person's gonna die. They're not the lead character. They're not a good supporting character. I know they're going to be dead in a minute because they're walking through a dark hall because the lights just went out in their house and every other person's house is lit up. There's a problem. Killer showed up. He's standing outside. I hear the music. You're dead. It's the music that leads up to it. When is that going to happen? And where is he right now? <laughs> is he around the corner? Is he there? Um, so, yeah, it's just that music just brings you in. sad thing about nowadays with, with newer movies, horror movies, is they don't really have that anymore. Like, not the brand-made music. Like, John Mm. Carpenter, he made that music for that movie. Mm. He not only directed it, but he made the music for it, too. I don't know if you knew that. He composed it. No, he did not. Yes. And, uh, but, you know, certain movies have that. Like, Nightmare on Elm Street has that Mm -hmm. type of stuff. Hellraiser has some music. They all had it. Nowadays, they just use, like, soundtracks. Or they just, like... Music or like, the person about to get killed. Well, it's because John Williams cost a lot of money. Yeah. No, but... Think of how much more money you can make. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, add a minute. I mean, you gotta I, I make mean, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, you gotta you know spend money to make money. <laughs> okay, fine. Maybe some of them can go discount and get Hans Zimmer. I mean, you can't all get Danny Elfman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I mean, we all do. But, <laughs> <laughs> 
but you know, <laughs> but they just don't have it anymore. Now I can understand like your Blair Witch projects and your you know paranormal activities. They probably couldn't do because they had a shoestring budget. Mm. Um, but again, those older movies that's that's what really drew you in. The Exorcist, another great point, another yeah. great soundtrack. That music, you will know that music. Like, as soon as you hear it, mm-hmm. you know that's from that movie. That's what I'm talking about. Like, nowadays, if you hear the I've remake... I've definitely like, heard that music, because I've seen that movie. Have you? No. God, no. no. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's head just exploded. <laughs> but then it reformed immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Tony's head just went in a circle. Oh, yeah. That's... It was like <laughs> scanners and then reverse scanners. Yeah. Like, oh, rewind. <laughs> So you know, I, well, I shouldn't be surprised on that. Have you seen The Exorcist? I have. I've seen uh, that one, and then uh, the what was the other uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose, which okay. is. I mean, there's kind of been a lot of those. Wait, isn't that re- the creepy doll one? No, that's Annabelle or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's Annabelle. Yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of those that have been like redone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and some of them are loosely based on true stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, actual, if uh, if Daniel Radcliffe right out of well I don't know if this was right out of but shortly after the end of the Harry Potter series did a uh, did a movie called The Lady in Black yeah and yeah. it was like he was I think he was investigating um, like um, inheritance or something at a at a at this house mm-hmm. and the the place that it was out in London was like on a marshland and at certain points of the day it would flood and you couldn't leave the house because the road was flooded Hmm. Now the house was fine. It set, you know, it set up, but whatever like track that it took there was like in a ravine that certain point in the day the river would would or the sea would come back in and it would the road would be flooded. And then people start dying inside the mansion. No, so he just oh, basically So gets, this isn't clue. He basically gets screwed with <laughs> the whole time like while he he's staying there alone. So the oh. the ghost is, you know, goading and and so apparently the lady in black was it like that she lost her daughter? Something or, along those and lines. And they like drowned out there and oh. she couldn't hear it or something. And so she comes back to like make other widows. And uh, so she ends up like basically killing him and his daughter. Oh. Um, well, this got dark. And, yeah. <laughs> it's gets, it gets very dark. <laughs> Hence, Lady in Black. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like not until the very end. So it like the whole time leading up she's like you know messing with his head and showing death like appearing around uh, around the house and everything uh but i just thought it was kind of cool like okay so daniel radcliffe said i'm gonna do wizard shit and then i'm gonna be haunted <laughs> and then he did guns akimbo akimbo i think that was akimbo yeah yep. yep i love that I just, this is not horror at all i just found it on amazon prime and watched it too recently and it's actually really funny all right good <laughs> well fair you should get some airtime on this yeah. one. <laughs> well, see, my next segment was good not segment but the next topic i was gonna bring up was can we just lighten it up a little bit let's talk about Ernest scared stupid oh, yes <laughs> I, I love Ernest. right <laughs> <laughs> that's the one where he uh, starts fighting the trolls, right? Yeah, yeah. the tree yeah. trolls. <laughs> and he them. thinks like the like egg things when they fall in, the um, trolls come out. He's like, I gotta stop these Brussels sprouts from yeah, getting yeah. into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he like mispronounce? Like they said, what was gonna kill him was it's supposed milk. to be milk. And he, he goes, like, meak, meak, meak. He's like, meak. It's milk, stupid. Or one of Tony's favorite movies, Ghostbusters. 
Okay. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Except the one in paranormal activity in Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> or the one he was just talking about in Black Death or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah, but, Black... but who are you going to call? I'm going to call Ghostbusters. <laughs> call them the goddamn cops. <laughs> or, or, well, I, I guess this doesn't go into horror, but it's kind of Halloween themed. Uh, you know, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yep. <laughs> Remember seeing that and, one? And Dan Aykroyd was actually in that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he comes out and says, who are you going to call? Someone else. Yeah, he runs out. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Halloween, I mean, I'm talking about just Halloween. It doesn't mm. have to be like, hey, scare until you shit yourself, you know, horror mm. movies. Uh, I just know those are some of the more popular for yeah. a lot of people when they think Halloween. But, like, I mentioned the other one that was lighthearted. The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. I will watch that every single year. Or Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Love me some Beetlejuice. Went to Halloween Horror Nights. Was the best house out there outside of Haunted Hill House. Mm -hmm. um, which, I don't know if anyone's seen that Netflix series, but that was great. Moving on, because, you know, we don't talk about, the, we're not talking about series in this one. But mm -hmm. the entire house was like, I, I, saw, I saw people going through it being scared. I was like, no, this is like my nostalgia right now. <laughs> and they had a guy, like, he had a, you know, they all still had to have masks. But he's jumping around on the front as dresses Beetlejuice, and he's got got the loudspeaker going, "Step right up, coming around the corner over here." And I'm like, oh, "Yes, I want to go. I want to go." Is that just like Michael Keaton? <laughs> and you go around one door, and they've you know, like when they're going through um, the 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 land of the dead, mm -hmm. and they see like the, the lost souls floating out there. They had a door that like opens, and then they just have like souls going by, like just. <laughs> going by the screen I'm like oh, I remember that <laughs> I like I'm seeing these all these people like you know get scared because they're not they're not um, ready for whatever's jumping out because it's still like yeah. in your face and I'm like oh, yes oh, yes. <laughs> yes I was so excited <laughs> you just couldn't hide it either yeah I couldn't <laughs> uh, if, if again I want to bring up one too that's not a scary movie but it is always on on Halloween and is Considered a cult classic, it's very weird. It's based off a musical or a play that was written in England over in Britain, and that would be the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yes, I don't. I'm sure you no, have never seen. No, that. I, I still don't know why everyone dresses a drag to go watch that movie. Because it's it's like one of those. It's become such a cult thing that they because they participate in it. Yeah, so no, that, I I don't know why <laughs> they have to dress in drag though. Like I don't understand the, the reference to the movie because the characters are dressed in drag. Mm -hmm. Oh. So, okay. <laughs> the movie is about this couple that just got, or they, they're engaged, and they're going to drive out to visit somebody. I think they're on their way to a college professor of theirs that they know, and they're driving out, their car breaks down, and they see this house. And the whole movie's a musical, because it's based mm. off a musical. And it's this big castle, and they end up going up there, and they're like, hey, maybe someone's there, and they can let us in. And ends up being like this weird... Igor type guy named Riff Raff and he's a butler long creepy hair who actually ends up being the guy that wrote all the music for the movie uh, or for the original play <clears throat> Tim Curry's in it and he oh, plays Dr. Frankenfurter mm -hmm. and he's making a man like a Dr. Frankenstein would make but he's making a man to be his perfect man because he's they're all like bisexual mm. or, or he's a transvestite so he's a based off the song he's a Trans transvestite from transsexual Transylvania is the planet he's from. <laughs> so that's that, you know, that's the name of their planet is Transylvania. So they, it ends up 
the story ends up being that their castle is actually a ship that landed, and there are all these weird people, so everybody's either bisexual or, tra- or transsexual or whatever, or transvestites, and he's making this guy that's supposed to be the perfect man so he can have fun with it. And everything's, <laughs> every, almost every song's like sexually innuendoed, but it was done in, you know, back then in a time when that was still like in the 60s when, you know, free love and all that other stuff, so open expression, and, uh, but it's very odd, so... Even a normal person can enjoy it if, mm-hmm. if you enjoy what it is. So there are some people that are diehard that go in because when they f- air these movies or they play them at like the local theaters, mm. you see a lot of them. dudes oh, yeah. in lingerie. Yeah. Yep, because mm. Tim Curry's in his lingerie most of the time. Oh. And uh, so he went from like that, and then he did Clue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. like, I'd rather watch Clue yeah. for, from what I've just heard. But I love Clue. <laughs> but it's, it's a, actually it's a really good musical. It does have good music in it. It's it's odd, but you have to have that odd sense of humor. Like just, if you watch it, it doesn't make you gay or anything, or it doesn't make you right. want to be a transvestite. You just I didn't think it would. I just I never understood why people would. Dress yeah. and drag to go to the movie theater for right. this one movie. Just watch the trailer one time. It'll only take two minutes, and yeah. then you'll be like, "All right, that's now I get it. You uh, have everything you need to know." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, it's, so it's a good movie, and uh, Meatloaf's in it actually. Yes, Meatloaf. And, and uh, yeah, he he played a guy that he one of the girls, bisexual girls' boyfriends that ended up getting killed by Doctor Frankenfurter and put into ice, and then he breaks out of the ice chamber and <laughs> he comes out and immediately on a motorcycle. And he's right, this just is a weird like, fucking movie. Yeah. I had to watch. And it he now. immediately <laughs> starts singing like he busts out of this motorcycle and he's like, "Whatever happened to Saturday Night?" <laughs> and it goes and then everybody starts dancing around him and then he gets, tries to get killed again. It's it's unique, but not a scary movie by any means. But mm-hmm. it is a classic Halloween tradition for a lot of people to to just watch mm. at home or go to the shows. Uh, because all the shows are interactive, so yeah. when they, you know they have the live thing going on up, up on stage, and then they get the audience participation. Yeah. Halloween movie, yeah, apparently, yeah, I, and it's fun if you say so. <laughs> but going back to the movie you mentioned, even just now with Tim Curry, Clue. When I was a younger kid, I actually got a little scared from that one. When I was a little kid, only because it'd be like the thunderstorms outside mm. and stuff, and you know they had that that music, yeah, and. Uh, but then I realized, hey, this is actually really funny, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, people were getting killed. You had knives in a fat lady's back. <laughs> I mean, it's my, favorite it Tim, it's my favorite Tim Curry movie. That movie had the best ending line, I think, to this day in any movie ever. There's, at the very end, they There's finally... three forget. endings to that movie. I know, the last ending, the final, final oh, ending. Oh, the one where the butler did it? Yeah. Where Tim Curry was the bad guy? Yep. And then it's, uh, what is it, Michael Mc... Ken or whatever his name is, he was Mr. White. Yeah. He's the one with the glasses. And he goes in and, you know, Johnny Fever from WKRP in Cincinnati, because I never remember his name. He comes oh, doesn't he in. say, like, I'm going to go home and have sex with my wife? <laughs> he, says, he says a little bit differently, but that's the best line. He comes in, he's like, they all did it. He's like, but if you want to know who killed Mr. Body, I did. In the, in the hallway with the revolver. Now I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. And then it just cuts right to music. Yep. And I'm like... Best ending line ever. <laughs> I don't care who you are, that's the greatest one. <laughs> so now I know, again, Patrick, I'm not trying to put you on the spot with this stuff, but I know Halloween is your big thing. You don't really like, you don't. It's do not my jam. Thing. Yeah, it's not your jam, the horror thing. But is there, do you have any kind of thing you do on Halloween or is it just, just kind of chill? Uh, <laughs> when I was in college and a few years after that, me and my buddies would um, go to the local Halloween pub crawl. But that's about it. Like, I would make stupid costumes. Like, I remember one time I got a, a white t-shirt and wrote life on it, and then I handed lemons to people. Life gave them lemons. 
Did they make lemonade? I don't know. Like, three people got it. (laughs) (laughs) Some guy in a t-shirt just handing me lemons. We were walking to the next bar, and this one lady was just staring at all the costumes, and she's like, oh, that guy just says life. And I was like, here's a lemon. And I just walked away, and I could hear, like, five seconds later, oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Just kind of like the swimming joke earlier. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I gotcha. (laughs) Light bulb. (laughs) But honestly, not really. I, clearly, in my apartment, it's October. I haven't done any kind of decorations. Halloween's just not my thing. Oh, I got you. Well, it's, it's not everybody. I'm yeah. just curious if there's ever anything. Mr. Gavin, do you have any kind of Halloween traditional things you do? Um, I mean, I've always liked dressing up and stuff. And uh, probably probably one of the best <laughs> ones I uh, did recently. Uh, well, still not recently. I want to say maybe like... Four or five years ago, um, me and one of my buddies, we both dressed up as Night of the Roxbury, and it was it was we got these cheap cheap leisure suits off of Amazon. <laughs> just went to uh, Old Navy and then got just a black jet black T shirt to wear underneath it, and I found these two for twenty uh, silver chains that were kind of big, but you know mm-hmm. we it served its purpose, and so we both had a costume <laughs> for. I don't know, 35 bucks that doubled as a, as a leisure suit. <laughs> and he was giving me crap the whole time. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know why we're doing this. Like no one's going to get it. And we literally get into the Uber, go into the party. He goes, Oh, night of the Roxbury. And then turns on the song. <laughs> what is that? I was like, this is it. He's like, all right, you've made your point. <laughs> oh man. I see. Cause I, I used to, uh, not as much anymore, only because I just I've been getting busier and busier with life. But I do have certain traditions that I've always done. Number one is I've always made my own costumes. That's always been a big thing every year. Um, I got that. I will attribute that to my my parents, or at least my father at the beginning, because my father's like, "You're not buying anything." If you're gonna, and not meaning because he didn't want to spend money, because we spent money on stuff. But he's like, "You're not going out, and if you're going to be a vampire, you're not getting the plastic cape and the stupid." plastic mask and everything he's like what we're gonna do is we're gonna carve out some teeth we're gonna glue them into your mouth and then we're gonna get you a real no not like that wow with like dental adhesive yeah sure not wood glue yeah Yeah. (laughs) gorilla but he he would go all out with it i mean he would he would and he he did a lot of things and but he was really good with making stuff and i kind of got a lot of that from him and my mother was too and they would like sew up the costumes and we'd work on it together I was a California Raisin one year, and it was back when the California Raisins were popular, yeah. and there was actually a contest, a California Raisin contest at the mall, because back then around here, you could go to the malls and trick-or-treat. So every store would stay open later, and then they'd bring, it was a safe thing for kids. So if you had a younger kid, just bring them around to all the stores, and you got all your candy. And uh, they had a California Raisin contest that year, and I lost to a kid in a garbage bag, because he was <laughs> younger than me, and I thought he needed it, because he would cry if he lost. But here I am in this full felt outfit. Purple. Just sweat your ass off. Oh, man, it was great. We had styrofoam inside. I mean, I was a plump raisin. I think <laughs> your definition of great and my definition of great are different. <laughs> you would have been the garbage bag. Yeah. <laughs> At least I would have won, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so, from crying. <laughs> I'll cry right now. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to do it. Yes. I said, I want to win. <laughs> so throughout the years, that stuck with me. And now it's like every year I'm like, I got to make my own costumes. I mean, the most popular one that I've used for the past eight or nine years, but my Ghostbusters costume, go thicker, um, proton pack and everything made myself. It lights up, makes noises. It's, uh, it's awesome. Um, before that I made like a Riddler costume. So I actually 
Went Whoa, to like which stores? Riddler? Suited Riddler. I don't, like, as far as like which... which no, uh, did you base it off like Jim Carrey or the comic books? No, 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 the comic books. Okay. So I, I would go... And actually, I, I will allow this then. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't like the leotard. Do that. <laughs> Psychopath. I, it was like a suit, Riddler suit. So did like, you have the bowler hat? Yeah. Oh. So I actually went to thrift stores and all these other stores and I got like green jacket and green pants and then I got black felt from like Michael's and cut out, uh, you know, the question, question marks, marks and, you know, felt glued them all. All over the jacket, and then I had a bowler hat. I found it actually. I can't remember. I think it was like Spirit Halloween or something. I actually, had the Riddler green yeah. bowler, but just without the question mark. So mm-hmm. I popped one on there, and then I my uncle helped me out and I made a cane. So I went to Michael's again. Michael's was very popular for my oh, yeah. costumes, and just got like this piece of wood, and then found like num you know that have the numbers that you put on your houses, mm-hmm. you know, to for your address. So they had like a, a number two. So I kind of did some adjustments and turned it into a question mark, and then you know. Nailed that all together, screwed it all together, spray painted it gold. It was pretty badass. I mean, nice. So I had, I mean, I did the whole thing, got a tie. I already had the suit going on. Went there's Riddler, did the Joker one year, um, the Heath Ledger, Ledger version because it was right around that time frame. R.I.P. Yep. And I, you know, went out and got all that stuff. I mean, but every year I've always, I've always made my own costumes, and mm. it's always been a big thing. A lot of people who know me very well are always like, "What is Tony going to be?" Not this past eight years, I know what I'm going to be. Although I'm not, I'm retiring Ghostbusters this year. Because <laughs> can we get I a little just, preview of what you're doing this year? I don't know about that. Cause I don't fully know what I'm going to be. You only got three weeks. Uh, I can, I can do it on the fly. <laughs> and if I need to make something, I can make things pretty quickly. I'm pretty good with my hands, so I can get it done. Um, That's what she said. I, I do. <laughs> so I do have some thoughts, but I'm not sure. But other than that, uh, like traditional wise, I always like at some point watching the horror movies. I mean, I'll go out and have some drinks with some friends and stuff and whatnot. And uh, but you know, gotta watch some of my horror movies. Gotta watch my Halloween at least, and a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <clears throat> some of the others. Sometimes I'll watch Rocky Horror if it's on. That's mm-hmm. one movie I don't have, so I have to see if it's on or not. Uh, but again, like I like going out and celebrating it throughout the month. Like I like going to the haunted houses. I like mm-hmm. going up to the Hudson Farms. Uh, just I will say, things. going to the Hudson Farms, like Pumpkin Patch Hayride and like Corn Maze, that is pretty dope. And the, have you been in the barn haunted house up there? No. Probably uh, after this one hour we've been talking, what makes you think I walked into a haunted house <laughs> ever? <laughs> I oh, I've just... done it before and I've truly regretted it I'm almost immediately. <laughs> but it's it's a long, it's a big barn, but that thing's like you're walking through that for like a good five ten minutes. I mean, it's not a short little quick run through, mm. and they do a really good job. Oh yeah, there. it's amazing. But the only problem is, yesterday it was ninety, felt like ninety nine degrees. It's not really fall weather out there. So I really don't want to go to the pumpkin patch and wear shorts and sweat my ass off just yeah, walking around true. in the field. I want a cool breeze at least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the other thing you brought up a good point. Is that's another tradition. I always like getting a pumpkin and carving it. You know, and just really doing the carving, not the stupid little triangles. I like to get those things. Well, yeah, see, well you pull out the Dremel and go all oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met me? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I've seen photos of your costumes. I've never seen any of your pumpkins. Oh, well, I, I have one later. I'll show you. Okay. I, I just like how, like... Um, <laughs> How far we morph the you know the tradition of of Halloween as <clears throat> what it is. I don't remember what the actual date of it was. If it's follows still follows the celestial calendar, but I remember like reading a story that you know it's kind of loosely based off of a Celtic tradition. Mm-hmm. Of they believe that there was a rift in the afterlife, and this one day a year, all the souls that were in the afterlife would could come back and walk the earth. And then, I think you're describing Coco. No, no, it's a little different. It's not Ila, it's not Ila de Mortis or what that is. 
Um, so they would leave, and they would have a line through the main road of town, and they would light it with lanterns. Mm. And they would bring cakes and pumpkins and, like, treats and stuff and put it all out there so that when the spirits would come through, they'd, you know, take what they wanted and they'd leave and go out and go back to the afterlife so they wouldn't come in the homes. Thieving motherfuckers. Right? (laughs) They're leaving it for them and, and, you know, it's funny when you say that. Well, then they're rude guests. They're just taking their shit and leaving. Like, you're not saying hi or anything? I don't know you. (laughs) Since when did these spirits, like, is that like they have a sweet tooth? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the only thing. Like, why exactly. they leave a pot roast like, out there or something? Right. Some spaghetti, you know? Because then you'd have wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave me a fat porterhouse. Now, like, I'm dead. What am I going to get? Lyme disease? It can be uncooked. <laughs> um, how much time do we have? Uh, we got about four or five minutes. Okay. Um, I did want to ask one question before our time's run, and we're, I want to bring this back toward movies. Well, we can go a few more minutes if we yeah. need to. What's the scariest movie you've seen? Now, we've talked about your favorites, but I mean, what is the one that has left the immortal impression on your soul that was the scariest thing your eyes have watched? So, for me, af- outside of Child's Play from mm. my kid, especially adult, was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Michael Keaton, and it was a movie called White Noise. Okay. Yeah, and, I've heard of it. And his, it's like his wife dies, and he can hear her through the white noise of the radio. So this was creepy for me as um, as many people, you know, growing up through the 90s had. There were those clock radios that doubled as the alarm clock. But it would always, it had a radio in there that would, you know, tune into whatever you set it on. Mm. So the night after I watched that at like three in the morning, that goes off for an alarm that I never set. <laughs> and all I can hear is... I unplugged that son of a bitch from the wall, went downstairs, got made the coffee. I was like, all right, that's it. I'm done. I'm not sleeping no more. <laughs> <laughs> the night after, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Tony, buddy, what, what about you? I mean, it, it goes back. I mean, it will always, number one will always be like the Nightmare on Elm Street. That, mm-hmm. the, especially the very first one. Like I said, I saw the other ones later in life, but only once and I had to turn them off like mm-hmm. just it's that character that bothers me mm-hmm. again maybe it's just because of child trauma call it whatever you want but like nowadays if I flipping through a TV and I see that like every time like especially during the Halloween season you're scrolling through you know computer somehow Freddy pops up right yeah. here on, on Facebook and I'm like every single, as soon as <laughs> I see it I just have to move it mm-hmm. now I can sit nowadays and watch it but it bothers but mm-hmm. it like bothers me so to this day in a psychological sense if like something's bothering me like personally in life or something, or if I'm having heavy stress, I will dream about Freddy Krueger. He will be in my dreams. That's horrible. And that's a sign that hey, something's freaking wrong. That or snakes. For some reason, one of the two means I got something on my mind that I don't <laughs> want to talk about or that I need to get over. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's just because the look. And I was reading something about it too that the reason why he chose the colors of his sweater is he read in his psychological test that I guess his college did that red and green together are actually the most traumatizing to people's eyes. Like, it actually puts a subconscious sense of fear into them. So how is that like the colors for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, it's the, those styles of colors together. But, like, bright red and green is fine. But for some reason, when they're, like, layered like that, it's, like, and the like most super disturbing dark. colors. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that would have to be one. 
I'm trying to think of anything that really kind of bothered I mean, except for the first paranormal activity, mm-hmm. only because I have an open mind. I don't know what everybody else's thoughts on this is, but I like to believe there's something else out there, and I believe there's an afterlife, then there must be a way to for both to kind of be around each other. So when I saw paranormal activity, I'm like, you know what? That's not really out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> and I don't want to like get drug out of my bed in the middle of the night. And uh, um, but yeah, I'd say that was probably one of them. Okay. Is, is up there, but definitely Freddy will always be my nemesis. I uh, I have two scary movies that are tied for the scariest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Probably why I don't watch scary movies to this day. One is The Shining. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Beautiful movie though. Yeah. I mean. It, Nowadays, as an adult, I could probably watch it. Like, that's creepy as hell, but, you know, it's not very scary. Yeah. The other one is Poltergeist. <clears throat> I was going to bring that one up. Too. Yeah, that one could go fuck itself. Like, <laughs> all the way. The... They're here. <laughs> yes. But the end of the movie, I will say, is great, where they all go to the motel and they wheel out the TV. And, like, uh-huh. we're not dealing yep. with this. I was like, ah, I get that reference. <laughs> yeah. But before that, I was like, wow, well, who put the chairs on the table? That's weird. Carol Ann? Why is the daughter watching TV static? I don't, nope. I don't want to do any of this, ever. Carol Ann, you stay know, away from the light. <laughs> you know, for a long time after I saw the movie, just got a couple minutes here, but bring this up real quick about Poltergeist. When I first saw it, it wasn't like it freaked me out completely. It did bother me because I was little when I saw it, mm. so it scared me a little bit at the time. It scared the shit out of me. For the longest time, though, I had trouble going near a closet. Oh. Because I didn't want to get sucked into it. And I was like, and we had the door one, so I always wanted just a sliding door closet because it, if it related to a similar room in the movie... Because it was the door, right? If I remember correctly, the normal door closet. I thought it was one of those... Oh, was it then? Maybe yeah. I'm thinking of the opposite. Whatever mm. version it was, that's what I couldn't be near. Somebody, mm. every house my buddy would have to go, like, no, I'm yeah. sleeping out here, man. I ain't sleeping For, like, the longest time, if someone was scrolling <laughs> through TV and static would pop up, I would, what? It would startle me. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> no, check. Yep. Get, go. <laughs> Just cut the TV. Put on C-SPAN. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just something, no static. Yeah, <laughs> I watch eight hours of Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> you fall asleep, you wake up, they're static. Like son of a bitch, man! Just no, no, no. <laughs> you're hitting the wrong button. Road, you're just making the volume. Just, yeah, it's going. Yeah, it's getting louder. <laughs> Somehow get a gun and shoot my TV. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting me, man. If he's still in there, he ain't happy. <laughs> Uh, major pain. We yeah, should talk sure. about that one day. <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm, I am glad. Before we wrap up, I want to say a shout out, Patrick. Thank you for bringing up The Shining because out of all this, we're talking about horror. We didn't really bring up Stephen King at all. And yeah, he's like that's his thing. But uh, so thank you for bringing him up. Um, sorry, right. Stephen, we didn't get to talk more about you. We can always do a Stephen King episode at some point. Write some children's book. <clears throat> You're kind of fucked up in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so that's going to wrap up our, our show for this week. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Enjoy the spookiness and try not to get too scared. And if you do, well, that's what Halloween's all about. For Movie Talks and Chill, we are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. Hi, I'm Gavin Butts. I need a hug. And I'm also Patrick Wall. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Happy Halloween. Talk to you next time. Take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then.